episode of Two Years on the Face Wrestling Podcast. On today's episode, we are squeezing in some talk about two upcoming shows coming up this weekend. Um, October 27th, it's Galley Mania 2019. Chris, how you doing? Doing well. Doing all right? Doing all right. It's Monday. We're recording early to try to get this out the door and for you to be ready for this big wrestling weekend. Yeah. Another big wrestling weekend. Surprise, surprise. We live in Chicago. This happens <laughs> all the time. It's so much. And... Uh, we're going to jump to, after we, ju- we talk with Carlos, that's going to be about a 15-minute interview. Um, if you're if you're you know interested in Gallimania and interested in hearing about the card and the different people that are being brought in, stick around through that interview. Um, that's going to be about 15 minutes. And then we're going to jump to talking about Freelance uh, Underground, Ding Dong Ditch. Yeah, we'll do a quick uh, snack size style uh, recap of the previous show. Yep. And then we'll talk about the upcoming show that happens on Saturday, October 26th. Yep. So we obviously didn't bring in Two Juice and James for this, but it's just because we're getting it out the door quick, recording on a Monday, and right. you know we want to contrib and like promote Freelance Underground and help them yeah, out. Yeah, we want to so. make sure you're ready for, for these upcoming shows, and uh, yeah, let's let's go right into the interview with, uh, with Carlos Gali. All right, take it away. All right, we're on the line with Carlos Gali. How's it going, Carlos? Good. Uh, how are you guys doing tonight? Doing good. How yeah. about you, Charlie? I'm doing all right. A little tired. It's Monday. It's gloomy. I'm getting over my my Bears depression and uh, just trying to keep a positive spirit until the next game. Yeah, that was that was tough yesterday. Carlos, are you uh, aside of uh, lucha libre and uh, wrestling? Are you into any other sports? Uh, baseball, to be honest with you, but uh. Ever since I started the Lucha Libre, I don't follow it as much. I still enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But I put it this way, before Lucha Libre, I was a diehard baseball fan. I can tell you every player. Right now, I could watch the World Series and probably know like three of the players. <laughs> and, and you have a history with boxing as well, right? Yeah, I was an amateur boxer for a few years. Actually, I, I started a boxing gym before I started uh, Cali. Um, I heard. A, I remember hearing a little bit about that on on one of your episodes with uh, Taco Bell Wrestling. Yeah, well, actually, the the the, the, the boxing is kind of the reason that uh, Lucha Libre fell on my lap. The first ring I ever bought was an old wrestling ring. Uh, it had no bounce, so it was perfect for boxing. But it turned out it started attracting wrestlers. So that's how I ended up meeting some of the wrestlers, and that's how that's how the story began. <laughs> That's awesome. So we're here to talk Galimania 2019. Uh, this takes place on Sunday, October 27th at the Five Star Sports Complex in Melrose Park. Yep. Um, yeah, we've been doing all our big shows over there. Yeah, th- this is not the old Galli Arena as it's been called, right? Like this is, uh, is this inside the? Yeah, it's inside uh, the sports, the soccer, the soccer arena. It was our home, to be honest with you, for three months. For it's for 2019. From January to March, it was our home for about 12 shows. Uh, not 12 shows, maybe nine shows. We had some awesome shows there, to be honest with you. Um, that way, that's where Bandido made one of his final appearances before going to Ring of Honor. Caristico was there. Luca mm-hmm. Brothers. So we've had some big names there already. And talking about big names, on this poster alone, uh, just to name a few, you have Wolf, Craven, Gringo Loco, Ray Phoenix, Lady Tigress. Elena Black, Paloma Star, and Shotzi Blackheart. And th- yeah, those are actually, just a few. Yeah, uh, well, uh, people were expecting the uh, Belucha Brothers, and just to clear that up, uh, due to the AEW situation, they're not as easy to contact. Penta was uh, set up for this show. Uh, he apologized. Uh, he's supposed to do a video to apologize. <laughs> but uh, unfortunately, I uh, as independent promoters, when some of these guys start making it big, you got to understand some stuff. Some priorities change sometimes, and uh, yeah, you got to just congratulate them and move forward. Right. And it's glad glad you said that, but I feel like the card still has a lot of power, as Chris said. 
Um, someone who sticks out to me who I don't know a lot about is Facade, I believe, is on the poster. Is that true? Is he, is he scheduled to show? Yeah, Facade has only been in Gali once a few years ago. I actually met him through, uh, um, uh, I, I always call him Shima, but DJ Z or Walking Wild now. Uh, <laughs> you know, he was here for 10 years, but he was one of his old buddies from back in Pittsburgh. That's how okay. I met him, and we've been talking about him coming in, and it just happened that this was a date I was able to work it out, work out with him. Uh, you yeah. know, uh, some people were down because Fenta's not coming in, but um, out of the blue, I was able to work it out with Mega Wolf, who was a golly regular for like five years before he hit it big, right. and uh, that's kind of where it's worked out. I had a conversation with Shotzi, right, and luckily right, <laughs> right after she agreed, she signed with NXT, but we still get her for one more show. Christy cool. Jane from Crash was going to be in Chicago, so we worked that out. So, you know, one way or another, the card ended up being pretty solid, and I, I think people are going to have a great night if they come out. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think Facade is a person that a lot of people don't see, so, like, a really new face that the Chicago area could see. Can you describe what his style is like? I know he, like, spray paints and stuff, and he, he's got a lot of lucha, but can you uh, give some expectations? Yeah, he's a, he's a high-flying wrestler in the mold of DJZ, to be honest with you there, like, kind okay. of – they kind of ran with the pack, and actually, so a lot of people don't know this uh, because he's not on the poster, but uh, Jason Gorey also confirmed they kind of work as a tag team in Pittsburgh. They've been here before. They're really they're 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 really good. I, one of the, when people ask me is like I compare it to back in uh, 2008, 9, and 10 when we started bringing in Mustafa Ali, uh, DJZ, um, yeah. uh, Ricochet, who came in as Helios. Um, who else is? Uh, mm-hmm. So Lince Dorado, you know, all those guys, that's how I started bringing them in, you know, just booking them, you know, whenever I could get a chance to bring them in from the uh, East Coast. You know, we were one of the first promotions to bring in Chicago guys. And uh, that was, that's how we ended up with Lince Dorado, Helia, Sprite, Mare, and all those guys. But, uh, okay. but I mean, that's, that's the kind of quality of wrestlers that I see that is uh, facading uh, Jason Gorey, who be, both of them will be on the card on Sunday. Cool. All right. So one of the questions that I had for you, Carlos, and, you know, this weekend, this, we know it was a big wrestling weekend. I had a few conversations about people that were excited about this show, um, but we got, we got a little confused. Can you explain the difference between Galimania, which is happening this Sunday and Galiversario? Oh, everybody thinks Galimania is our anniversary. It's not. Our two big shows of the year, Galiversario, which is the anniversary in June, and Galimania, which we usually hold in September, we actually pushed it back to this date because that's when the Lucha Brothers were available. Because uh, they've been mm. a big part of the uh, Penta has been a big part of Galimania for the last three years. Unfortunately, this time we don't get them, but uh, that's why the date was moved to October. Uh, but that's the difference. The Galimania is just our like, if you want to call it, it's our second big, the biggest show. It, it always turns out being our biggest show, just because it falls in the fall. I can usually get a better card. We get a better draw just yeah. because, you know, there's nothing to do outside. Uh, and, uh, I mean, this year, Galiversario was it was awesome, but I expected a bigger draw. It didn't happen. You know, things happen. But uh, that's that's the difference. Galimania is basically our – it's our WrestleMania. It's our big show, and Galiversario right. is our second, you know. Yeah. I mean, if you're uh, going to have a, a WrestleMania show, it's good that it's your biggest. Otherwise, you're probably doing something wrong. <laughs> right. Well, you know what? We've been growing it. When we started Galimania, just doing finishing off our storylines with local guys. I went many years without bringing guys from Mexico. That's that's a story for another day. That it just I had bad taste in my mouth about working with guys from Mexico for a while. But it actually was a blessing because that's when I started working with all these guys we're talking about: Mustafa Ali, uh, Healy, right. uh, Lince Dorado. I started bringing in you know, the, the soul touches and all these local stars. Yeah. Speaking of, of talent, I noticed that Gringo Loco is now your champion. And some people were saying, I mean, obviously you and him go way back. I don't know all the history there. And people were saying like, that's just like a storyline or, or, you know, a person who could have held your title like many years in the making, 20 years in the making. Plus, can you describe what we can expect from the Gringo Loco area and why it was just the right time to, to let him kind of be the face? Well, the thing is, Gringo Loco has been pretty much one of the faces in Gali for years. He's one of the Gali originals. People don't know that. He was on my first show. This is show 449, just so you know. So <laughs> That's I mean, a lot. He, he, was, he, was show on, he was on show number one. 
but uh, he went to my school for like three years. I don't know a lot of people don't remember that, but he was he was a star at IWRG yeah. for like three years, and uh, he disappeared for a while. And it's just been a matter of he's always worked uh, tag champion, uh, tag titles and stuff, and it's never came about. A lot of people say that uh, you know Gringo's like uh, one of my you know the guys that I take care of and stuff, but it's a funny situation where he had never won the title. You know that right. was like he took advantage of it. Man, I, you know, me and a few people don't like the way he won it, but you know what? It's Gringo local. <laughs> you know, it's not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, that that I mean, that's the situation. The funny thing is, the first at the last show where he won it, a lot of people were thrown off because Charlie Manson Jr. showed up. Him and Charlie Manson were they have the history, right? Final, they were the finalists of the first Cali Championship ever in 2008. So. Uh, you maybe it didn't make sense to people, but uh, the, all the guys that went back kind of understood the situation where, you know, Charlie was has been gone for nine years and he came back to get what his. Well, he didn't get it. <laughs> right. But the, the original Golly Championship match was Gringo Local versus Charlie Manson, and that's funny that that's brought up because Gringo had really never gone for the championship since then, <laughs> even though he's, you know, he's one of the guys you see all the time, and right. he's good. You know, that's the thing. You know, but people see him more as a tag wrestler. So you know, I'm 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 anxious to see and waiting to see what how his run's going to go as a singles guy. You know, he's going to be in tag matches. That's Lucha. You know, you don't do as many, many singles matches unless it's a championship on uh, on the line. But mm-hmm. I mean, if people right now um, the, the match for Sunday, a lot of people don't know it's going to be Gringo versus Phoenix. But the titles, uh, he doesn't want to put the title on the line. So that's going to make mm-hmm. that's going to uh, piss off a lot of people. And Phoenix yeah, has already been our champion. <laughs> a storyline, 449 shows in the making. Yes, yeah. So I mean, he. I told him, I said, "Yo, people are pissed about the way you won." He's like, "I don't give a shit. That's me." <laughs> <laughs> and the he took thing, like the the best, like the most menacing best picture, like black and white photo ever. That just really personifies like his heelish tactics and probably like the way he won. It's like it was perfect. Well, the thing, the thing is, well, a lot of people don't realize that Gringo wrestles in a lot of companies in Chicago, and he's pretty much liked at every one of them except the one where he started. <laughs> right. <laughs> and uh, his so, interaction with fans on social media, it's hilarious. He's just trash-talking people left and right because people are always making fun of him or dissing him. So just that that's just another layer of the Gringo local character that's – you know that that we're we're lucky to have in Chicago. You yeah. know, it's 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 entertaining. Absolutely. Well, you know, that's one of the things too. You know, to be honest with you, I don't think the fans realize what they get with Ringo Local because they have him all the time. If, yeah. If if he if he was when he was gone for three years and he came back, it was a big deal because they realized, oh, we don't have that anymore. You know, yeah. and that's like you know they've had him for the last few years, so now it's like you know, do you hate him or do you like him? The funny thing is, they hate him at Galley. But when he wrestles at like MLW or other places where it's a non-Gali show, the Gali fans back him up. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> so they appreciate how good he is. They just don't like him here. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those you love to hate him type of deals. Yeah, so that's that's so that's the deal exactly. Yeah. But I mean, He's I don't know if, if you guys were at that MLW show a few months ago when Gringo was first starting out with MLW. He came out as a heel, but the problem was. You had all the Gali fans at that show, all the freelance fans at the shows, and freelance underground fans. So guess who everybody's name was? It was Gringo Loco all over the stadium, which right. kind of threw off what they were trying to do because he was supposed to be the bad guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what they but get that, when they come to Chicago. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah, that's what um, you get. So. And you named it. You said cool. You said that, you said the uh, the main event, and um, there isn't a lot of matches announced. So I wanted to know if there were what were the plans for Shotzi. Match-wise. Well, I'll, t- I'll tell you a few of the ones I can remember because uh, the the uh, the man the man the match posters will be coming out probably tomorrow morning or tomorrow night. Okay. All right. You guys get the exclusive. So Gringo Local versus Phoenix. You got um, a Mecha Wolf, Manny Cortez, and Bandolero versus Golden Star, Ray Fuego, and Taidor. You got Shotzi, Christy James, and Elena Black in a three-way. All and right. I mean, those, oh, yeah, the, one of the things, one of the matches that isn't getting a lot of hype, we got uh, Joe Alonzo versus uh, Chico Suave here versus hair match, which hair usually only hair happens hair. At, at the big shows. Yeah. They've been, they've been going back and forth for a few months, and it's time to settle the score. They're looking forward to that then. 
Interesting. Who's going to be your uh, designated barber for that night? Uh, you know what? I'm trying to figure that out because last time I tried to do it, I think I tore a piece of hair of somebody, so I don't want to do that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, you got yeah. enough on your hands. Probably yeah. delegate that one. Yeah. And uh, just so Craven's going to be in a four-way with Acid Jazz, one of the Chicago favorites. It's going to be him, Acid Jazz, okay. uh, Jake, Jake Lander, and uh, a guy coming from Pittsburgh, uh, Lee Maroney. That, that, that's going to be his debut, to be honest with you, but I, I hear good things about him from the East Coast, so I'm going to give him a Great. shot and. And a, good, a match with some really good guys. Yeah, that's absolutely. Awesome. Jake Lander wrestled in the galley match at uh, All Glory. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some amazing spots and some amazing locha. Did you get to watch that match? I would assume. Yeah, I was. I was actually uh, right. I actually I went live with it on Facebook because I wanted some of the okay. galley fans to see it because the the Twitch stream went out during the first match. So, uh, so I guess I, I had to give them a taste of it. Yeah, that, uh, the uh, Jig Landers is. Uh, I'm gonna just say he's one of the future guys here to, uh, with some of the stuff yeah. he, the, he can do, the smallest big man or whatever he likes to be called. And, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, we got that. Uh, uh, Facade and Jason Corey will be taking on Golden Dragon and his younger brother Atomico Jr. Uh, you guys are gonna be seeing a lot of Atomico Jr. That kid's been around Cali since he was basically born. Because uh, and but I mean he. People don't realize he's only 16, and he's been start, he's been starting to face a lot of like the, the bigger lucha guys, like Arrow Boy. He's wrestled Michael. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, and people think he, you know, he's too young that. for it. But like, yeah, the kid's been putting up. When you see him, when you see him, if you meet him without a mask, he like, what the hell's that little kid doing in the ring? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's definitely but, a, a young kid that that uh, yeah, with with mask on and gear on, like definitely catches your attention. Yeah, well, he's gonna be he's gonna he's gonna be one of our homegrown stars. Yeah, and the thing is, he's been around since he was in diapers, so and so that's kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. awesome. Well, Carlos, uh, we appreciate your time. Um, as your you know last few words, like what can people really just expect overall for this show uh, this Sunday? Well, all I can say is, for match one through the end, you guys are gonna have a great time. I don't think there's a boring match on the show. Uh, Charlie Manson Jr. will be on the card too in a six-man uh, tag uh, in a trios match. Uh, he's got he's he's changing his gimmick for the first time. Uh, uh, Gladiatus or something. I, I'm, I have a trouble, hard trouble saying it, but when the people mm-hmm. start seeing him work again, I'm gonna sure I'm sure he's gonna be one of the favorites again. And uh, all I can say is you know check it out. Go to LuchaTV.com. You can buy tickets there. Or go to the Facebook page. You can buy tickets there. Or just hit me up on Facebook. You know, inbox me, and I can set it up for everybody. Uh, VIP includes a meet and greet an hour before general admission. Everybody's cool. going to be allowed to get in like at 4.30 and hang out with, with Phoenix, Facade, and all the guys coming in, Craven, Shotzi, and, uh, you know, all the girls coming in, uh, Christy Jane. Uh, you know, it's going to be unique. And the opening match is actually going to be a Scrabble match with Paloma Star, uh, one of our comical characters called Pato, and uh, the Gali students, you know, to see if they're ready to step up and be on a regular show. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So, well, I mean, we'll, we'll let the fans decide if they're ready to graduate. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. All right. We'll definitely see you there uh, Sunday, the 27th of October, Galimania 2019 at Melrose Park at the Five Star yeah. Sports Complex. Yeah. Looking forward to seeing you guys there. All right. So, that was Carlos talking about Galimania 2019, explaining the difference between Gali versus Sario and Galimania. And, yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff on that card despite Penta not being able to make it. So, yeah, and I mean, give him a shot. Yeah, like he said, you know, it's it's going to be hard to to bring, you know, luchadors like the Lucha Brothers around. You know, now they have work with AEW. I don't know if they're signed or not, whatever their contract looks like. But yeah. they're able to make these dates. And, hey, if we get one or the two, I think it's still a win. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, the main event... Uh, Gringo, you really don't see Gringo in a lot of singles matches, and in like a right. very important singles match against Ray Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's worth the price of admission. Um, we were at All Glory. Uh, what did you think of this All Glory, Chris? Um, I think it was a good show. I mean, definitely you saw how things are run, you know, differently from other promotions that we attend to. Yeah. Overall, I had a good time. Unfortunately, we didn't get a table like we, we were supposed to, but yeah. it's all good. It's you know? all good. Still had a good time. We made the most of it. We. 
It was like maybe a blessing in disguise because you got to talk to people that normally yeah. wouldn't you know get a chance to talk to because of, of all the running around and we're set at a table or whatever. So we got to network yeah. a little. Bit. There was yeah, we got to network. There was a lot going on. We met some we met some people who we're gonna hopefully have on in future episodes, like uh, some young up and coming wrestlers, and got to just show face and say hi, and uh, yeah. Besides like watching all the wrestling and hanging out with all the people, I thought it was uh, yeah a and... fairly productive podcast appearance and lots of good stuff despite Shout picking up zero audio <laughs> yeah for sure you know i've got to spend some extra time with uh juice pro wrestling podcast yeah 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 that's cool a that's guys yeah. juice pro wrestling we talked to sarah shockey we talked to uh, stf underground. underground as always uh, mike and doug um from pro wrestling.com we talked to the future of women's wrestling here in Chicago, Missa Kate, Elena Black, Blair Onyx. They were really cool. Um, there's a lot of people that I've seen wrestle a shit ton of times and just made sure to, like, say hi and yeah. introduce ourselves. And, and uh, yeah, so that was a super, super positive was getting to interact with everyone. And, and I'll be honest, I, I did not watch the pay-per-view. But the, no, no. The, the bits and pieces that I got to see, especially that Ace Romero spot... Insane. Yeah, we're glad he's okay. <laughs> yes, we're glad he's alive. Okay. The, the the craziest spot was like the bump, and then like the ladder almost falls on top of him, and that's just well like, on top oh. of people that were right. You know, that were in the audience, but you know, it seemed like it was a fun show. I'll definitely try to catch it. From what I've seen, although every like clip or highlight I saw made me want to watch it. Yeah, so it's like kind of drawing me in a little bit. The matches at All Glory were also really good. Yeah. Uh, the ones I would recommend checking out that I just saw were the both Zello matches. Yeah, Zello matches were good. Uh, I thought those were really good, especially the women's triple threat. And then there was a... I would make a strong MVP candidate push for... Oh, you really like this match. There was a, there was a four-way pro wrestling revolver, like mm-hmm. Logan James, Tyler Matrix, Jason Cade, and Clayton Gaines. Wow, yep. I can't believe I remembered all those names because I didn't know half of that car, half <laughs> of those people going into it. But what was cool, too, was... It was cool to see the uh, Sammy and the OVE guys, like, get behind their boys. Yeah. Like, Sammy was, like, starting, like, We Are Awesome chants, like, and uh, the OVE guys are just, like, starting chants by their merch table and stuff. So I thought that was, like, kind of cool. And, um, and yeah, that was, like, extremely stiff. And that was, like, a like a low-key candidate for my match of the night would be that revolver match. Okay. But, but the, I would check out the Zelda matches for sure as well. Um, with Laney, Kylie, and Shotzi. And, and you hear Carlos that. talking briefly about uh, the Gali match where the Twitch stream went down. I heard a lot of Twitch problems happen that night. Yeah, there was definitely pockets of disorganization. <laughs> um, but, I don't know, it's a lot going on. A lot happens. Right. I thought everyone made the most of it. Um, there was a bunch of different stuff going on. There was like two podcasts from Jimmy Jacobs. Um, there was a band playing, which I didn't, I didn't even... I, I left before that because I caught a ride back to the city, but there was just a lot going on, yeah, a lot of different moving pieces. So yeah, not everything fell into place. You know, at the end of the day, perfectly, but it fell. Fans ended up winning. They got to witness a good show. Yeah, and you know, cool that impact made the rounds here Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Absolutely, yeah. So, all right, so let's jump into Ding Dong Ditch Freelance Underground. This Freelance happened underground. on October fourth. October fourth. In Itasca, Illinois. In Itasca, Illinois. Uh, do you want me? So, to, do you yeah, want, who, yeah, let's who, just who, run, who wants to lead here? What let's you, just run through the card. You can go ahead, and then we'll just pick a few things uh, so we won't make this an extra long episode. Yeah, let's not bore... <laughs> let's just bore people to sleep, but not to death. Right. We don't right. want to kill anyone. Yeah, we, we love all our 12 listeners. Yes, all 12 of you, <laughs> you're all going to get something neat in your email. It'll be a thank you card. Thanks, 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 thanks for listening, guys, all 12 of you. All right, so kick it off, Charlie. All right, so six-man scramble, right? Yep. New faces, Riley McGuire, new face. Nick King, new face. Davey Bang, not a new face, but uh, kind of the first to break out of, like, the school. The school, the, yeah. The, he, was, he wasn't in the faction, the school, but the Freelance Academy. Storm Grayson, back. Um, green hair. Green, the green kid The green gimmick. kid, yeah. Um, cool. It's new. Um, Jake Lander. Once again, just like a just like a a, a bullet, like yeah. he's a bullet. He's yeah, that's like, a good way to describe it. Yeah, he is a shorter guy, but he packs a fucking punch. And uh, Gringo Loco, 
obviously. Um, so yeah, Gringo, like like you have to know that Gringo is the the vet in, in the this vet group. in this match. Um, but everyone got their shit in. I wonder where the new people are from. That's we could probably reach out to James or Two Juice to kind of kind of see. But I could get really used to Jake Lander sticking around. Um, st- highlights for Storm Grayson rock bottoming Davy Bang to the outside yeah. from the top rope. That shows crazy. That was like an underrated crazy spot. Um, there was a double electric chair back body drop. That means Gringo Loco base the base. Yeah, mm-hmm. two people. So there's a person on top of Gringo and then a person on top of that person. Yep. So yeah, uh, you know I hope his his back is okay. Um, Jake Lander also tried to lift three guys. That didn't work. <laughs> but <laughs> I mean I, his enthusiasm for it. And um, those are my notes from this. Uh, Gringo picked up the win with a spinning tombstone pile driver. And I thought this was a like. Keep Gringo strong, you know. Mm-hmm. But it'd be cool. It, it would be. It would make someone else look good if, like, they beat Gringo in a in a in a scramble. Gringo has to have the record for most freelance scrambles won. Right. He freelance across brands, right? Freelance <laughs> across brands. So yeah, it would be. I'm glad Gringo won. Obviously, we're fans. It would make some if someone were to beat him in like a scramble. Whoa. In the future, it would make that person look really good. Right, I think this this made sense uh, if we compare it to who his opponent is up this uh, Saturday, but we'll we'll get into that. So yeah, it does. I agree with that. Yeah, I think you it know? makes sense to keep him strong. Yeah, uh, but he is the strongest scrambler that I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, I yeah that could be used. Yeah, yeah. At some point, yeah, if you defeat Gringo Loco in a scramble match. That, that could mean something bigger for you. You must have ate a hearty-ass breakfast that day. <laughs> right. Uh, Tony Nas, who was asking for what he wanted, and he didn't get it. He got Mojo McQueen. Give me what I want. That When I think of Tony Nas right now, lately I just think of that uh, Batista gif of, like, yeah. give me what I want. Give, give me, me what I want. want. Dude, he beat a for- Tony Nas wins, beat a former champ. Mm-hmm. I, I, li- I like how his matches usually start off with, like, him... Getting his ass kicked, and then he like slowly settles into it. And to do a comeback. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. it almost kind of like feeds into the like, oh, is he ready for this? Because he's mm-hmm. getting his ass kicked, and then he slowly like settles in and hits a power bomb. And after the match, oh no, sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. But we're no Tony. We're gonna see Tony Nas again. Before okay, yeah. But Tony Nas wins with a, a a stay down bomb. Yes. Um. Yeah, I mean, he's still on his hunt for Craig, right? Mm-hmm. That's what he wants? You're foreshadowing. That's what I was going to jump to. But um, Well, it's all part of, of the promo that he sent us, you know? He, he wants Craig. He wants Craig. Um, so up next, you had High End versus Savannah Stone. High End versus Savannah Stone. Um, it, was, it was tough. It was tough. I, I'll be honest. Like, the... Uh, Savannah Stone had a dive that really, like, I don't know if it, like, slowed the mood of the match or whatever, but it didn't look right. I don't, she was hurting after the match. Um, you know, yeah. hopefully, hopefully she's okay. It looked like it, it hurt. But she, she and, hurt I, and I thought they were just going to, you know, go home right after that. Like, okay. she, it, it wasn't good. Because you were there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it, was it bad, bad, uh, bad? Well, I was, I actually got a better look watching it over, um, over the MP4 here. Okay. Um, because I was, you know, way in the back. And you saw that she didn't land it all that great. Okay. We didn't see how she exactly landed. Okay. And seeing it on the, on the video, uh, you definitely see that she gets hurt. And, you know, and, but they still went on for a couple more minutes on that match. Yeah, they did. You know, eventually, Hyam picked up the win with a beauty sleeper. Um, after a break to the eye when the ref wasn't looking. So I kind of like that because a lot of times you, you kind of forget that the refs are enforcing rules. And right. the ref wasn't looking, so she got the right to the eye. A believable cheat. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Believable cheat. Um, next was Brady James. Oh, I wrote down in my notes. I wrote down James Brady. Brady James or James Brady? I could be wrong. You know, is it you James know my Brady? record? I think it is. Ja- I don't know. Well, <laughs> it's Brady James or James Brady, one or the other. And um, he was the last minute replacement, and he fought the project, Project Monix, who was defending his FU Independent Championship. Um, what do you think of this match? Um, I so the first thing that I, that stood out to me is that their gear were very similar. 
And that bothered you. And that bothered me a little okay. bit. Okay. Even though I know who Monix is, clearly, and I know who this other guy is that I wasn't so familiar with. Like, I was able to tell him apart, but, like, colors that were the same uh, bothered me a little bit. Um, Do you have... I have this friend uh-huh. who has this... It's not like a disorder. That's not, that makes it sound terrible. But it's a real thing where, like, some people in their head, they associate different numbers with colors... Oh no! You don't have that, but uh-huh. you just have like like, and I I agree with you most mm-hmm. of the time, and like it's not a bad thing, but you had like there's certain if if the color scheme it just looks that's like a design thing, right? If the color yeah. scheme just looks out of place or mm-hmm. something's not matching, it just like it strikes a chord, right? Well, I think I, this came from uh, listening to a lot of uh, uh, Taz uh, podcast. Okay, like, Taz is really picky about the gear. Okay, he's like, and you know you're wrestling, you know, so and so, and if you guys don't talk before the match about your gear, so you don't go out there looking like the same guy, <laughs> you know, like that always stuck with me. Okay, yeah. So, um, you know, and you know we are in the Indies. It's not WWE or NXT. Yeah, have, right, you know, right. Whatever other promotion where you have <laughs> exactly. At disposal, yeah. So yeah, this match was good. I, I, they both looked like they wore each other out. Pat picks up the win, and he... I think I got the number right. I am not sure. At that point, he mentioned that he was the cha- the FU Independent Champ for 724 days. Ooh. He's legitimized the H-E-double hockey sticks out of that title. <laughs> it has to be... In the Chicagoland area, it has to be the most defended title for one person. And um, he, he, when he cut that promo at the end of this match, he said... he defended promo. Yeah, mm-hmm. he defended you know, this, this title against people from companies WWE... He mentioned, I think, ROH. Like he yeah. named a bunch of companies that he's defeated people from those companies. Right. So, you know, he's like, I am the champion, and I want a match that's going to really make me prove myself because my last two opponents have been MIA when it comes down to the match. The mysterious check is still out there. Marcus Crane. He did not cash. I don't know if maybe Marcus he didn't Crane, show up. Find a he bank. Yeah, <laughs> he did not find the check. He lost the check. I don't know what the deal is. But, yeah, he was supposed to face Marcus Crane here. Um, so he issued an open challenge for December 14th. Yep. And he said, it doesn't matter who you are or your gender. So or that leaves your it, gender. Right. So that leaves it open for anybody in that locker room to come and challenge Pat Monix. Now, Boom. Monix does have a match with this title on the line this upcoming Saturday. We'll get there. I won't get ahead of myself. But this is saying that Monix is already predicting that that's not an obstacle in, yeah, his, in his path. You can't you can't look too far ahead in the schedule, man. You'll you'll, <laughs> right. you'll drop you'll drop a game to the Raiders in London. There like, you go. You can't can't look too far ahead in the schedule because that shit happens. So uh, we'll see what the outcome is, and we'll talk about the upcoming match. But so far, Monix he is the FU Independent Champion. He's held that title for seven plus hundred days. It is legit. It is legitimate with a capital L. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, this had to be this upcoming match had to be one of your favorite. This is matches. my favorite match of the show. No surprise, surprise. If you noticed, I changed their name. I did, and I probably took yeah. me like <laughs> two or three days to realize that you had done this. Yeah, I changed their name to Two Heels and a Face Podcast Housing. Yes. Well, I, actually, our name was Two Heels and a Face, not not our handle, our name. Yeah, yeah. And then I think it still should be Two. I was going to change it to Two Heels and a Face Podcast because I like okay. the podcast on there. Yeah, yeah. We could be a clothing brand. We could be uh, GIF makers. Like, there's all these th- yeah. ways people contribute to the like. To what the are we? Scene, yeah. So I like having the podcast there. But then I was just like, wait a second. Pet housing. It's, <laughs> it's the trend. It's yeah. the trend. It's the new thing. Well, that's all the, the thing, kids right? are doing it. If you add housing to the end of things, it just makes it better. It just makes it so much better. So yeah, Gregory Mitchell versus Donovan Danhausen. So this match was full of of weird bizarre gimmicky stuff that i absolutely enjoyed were you just confused this whole match no i was not confused um i was watching it uh from the back so i got to see the um like those jenga blocks always get knocked down somebody goes through those jenga blocks (laughs) every box yeah yeah. every uh every show Uh uh-huh um there was a Wee herman dancehausen yes uh, off um and dancehausen took a whizhausen before the match and didn't wash his hands my my favorite thing Terrible. in this match was uh, the ref getting his hand stuck on the on the ring. Dude, shout out to ref Jeremy. Yeah, he played it off real well. He played it off really well, and he's not, he's usually you know a ref who's not involved in like uh, storylines or in it, like things like he'll get distracted and stuff. But this was like 
He had to. He was. This was like role playing. Yeah, it was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was great. I loved it. I love the hands getting glued together. Danhausen got his hands glued together. Ref Jeremy got his hands stuck to the canvas. Um, Craig was like, Craig immediately went into like funny stuff too. Like he wasn't like he adapted well. Yeah. And he hit a trapper keeper for the win. But this was this match was really really funny. Up next we have Marshy Rocket and Acid Jazz. Wait, the Cocoa Buffs. We do, but Tony Nas oh. came out after. Oh, that's right. After Craig won, and uh, Craig invited him into the ring to settle this. And Craig's like, you know, why are you so obsessed with me? <laughs> I, I think we're gonna finish that song. I'm like, yeah, we, we, my voice is not there. We can cut that part out. But for Craig was in, inviting Nas into the Nas ring. The Nas ring, says right? that you're gonna do it on my terms. So December 14th, Tony Nas is going to get what he wants. Give him what he wants. Right. It smells like this could potentially be a cage match. Oh. <laughs> is that what The Rock's cooking? Uh, I guess. I mean, James, what do you say? What do you say? Let's do an official poll. Because <laughs> you know Twitter. he likes polls. He likes polls. Stream. Let's do a poll. Should Tony Nas versus Craig Mitchell on December 14th be a cage match? Everyone vote yes. Everyone retweet. Okay. All right. So now the tag team match. Coco Buffs versus the Brothers of Unstruction. The um, brother. But this one was just a brother. Rafa was there. Right. And Yabo was not able to make it. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably because he, he had a children's birthday party booked at the same time. Double bookings. It double, bu- double book. Yeah. Can't double book yourself. And uh, yeah, so Rafa had a base in a handicap match and it did not go very well. He was thwarted with pretty handily. So yeah, the Coco Buffs retained. Laney versus Isaiah. This Laney, was a pretty fun match. Laney Luck gets the win. Huge unicutter. Huge win. Huge win. This is this is bold ass booking. All the smarky smarks were like, Isaiah is probably gonna win this match. Shout credit to Isaiah for putting her over so well. Yeah. This is an establishing, established as a primetime player for maybe the FU Independent Championship. Oh yeah, that'd maybe. be interesting. Yeah. Doesn't matter who you are or your gender. Doesn't matter who you are or your gender. But this was a gigantic win for Lainey. Uh, it was I thought it was like bold booking and risk taking and like not that she doesn't deserve it, but I feel like No, nah, it's know, good, man. Yeah. It's good you, to it, see them them trying new things. Yeah, trying new things. She she thwarted uh Isaiah, who's a threat in any match that he's in. And uh she even put the unicorn head on for a pair of clotheslines and then stunned Isaiah with when he was wearing it. Yep. New stuff. I loved it. It was fantastic. And it's time for your main event. Joey Ryan. The reason this show was called Ding Dong Ditch. Yes. Joey Ryan versus GPA. Yeah. GPA is smart, right? It's from the Ivy Leagues. Right. He He is your current champion. He's your current champion. Your current Sprintless Underground champion. He was going to atomic drop Joey, but he's seen the tape. He's watched the film. <laughs> He trained hard for this. He's, he put his time in the film room. <laughs> probably more time in the film room than the Bears' offensive line has put in the film room this probably, season. Yeah. Probably more. And he stopped himself before giving Joey Ryan an atomic drop. Guess what? Joey Ryan found a way to jump onto GPA's knee and atomic drop himself, thus hurting GPA's kneecap. <laughs> um, there was a ton of dick puns. Shout out to the announcers, Jimmy D and Stern Richards. Tons of dick puns. Tons. I gotta go back and listen to that. A plethora of dead <laughs> I'm sure they had it was, fun. It was amazing. I was loving. I was loving every second of it. GPA was working on his arm, mm-hmm. and they kept using the word dangling. Like, look at Joey's arm just dangling there. Uh-huh. And then they're like, "Oh, I didn't mean to say that." And uh, they would just stop themselves from sounding whatever. Most of it was intentional, and then like it became like kind of unintentional because uh-huh. they kept saying dangling, and uh, it was great. So, so Joey Ryan hits the lollipop super kick combination, mm-hmm. and Sam is going to count to three. GPA reaches up and grabs Sam's hand, and then puts Sam's hand on Joey Ryan's penis. Right, right. So, so Sam is completely like incapacitated, like he he's struggling. His arm, it's like his arm is on fire. It looks right, like. right, right. And then GPA uses the belt and ends up winning. But GPA countered a lot of the stuff. He couldn't counter all of it. Yeah, he's not that smart. Well, he did his homework, but he definitely you know, did his homework. His heelish tactics got the best of Joey Ryan. Yeah, he did. He retains. Kylie Ray comes out. 
Yes. At the end, December fourteenth, Kylie versus GPA. For have they they have wrestled have they wrestled for Freelance Underground or is that just I don't think so. So because um, they were tagging at Freelance Underground. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think they faced a one in like a singles. Yeah, yeah, in a yeah. Single. Like they probably faced on on different you know tag teams or whatever. But yeah, one on one, I don't think so. Um, so yeah, for the belt. So this is Freelance Underground's shot at this match. Mm-hmm. It's for the belt. It's Kylie like one away came back. Um, are you excited for it? I, I am, man. Like yeah, but it's also like uh, I think I was talking to James briefly after the show. It's like. Like I would really want to see that. Like that room gets packed as it is. Like and now with this with this event with this type of match uh, on December twenty fourth, on December fourteenth, right? December fourteenth. Yeah, not twenty fourth because that'll be Christmas Eve. Um, but yeah, I I just nuts. imagine that that room is gonna be packed to the gills. To the gills. Everyone um, bring a step ladder. I'm just kidding. Don't bring a step ladder. <laughs> but you might need a step ladder. <laughs> yeah. Because it yeah because it's kind of a straight shot. Kind of hallway, almost like larger hallway with mm-hmm. some seating by the by the entryway. But get the early, it's a get shot. your tickets, and man, this is gonna be crazy. I think it's it's gonna be great. I, I don't know what's if there's gonna be a stipulation. I don't know if this match needs a stipulation. Like it's just a straight up one on one. I don't think it does. And they could just tear it up. Yeah, I'm looking to see. I know they'll come up with new stuff. They'll do new stuff. Mm-hmm. And because they're so extremely talented, both of them. So I'm just yeah, I'm really pumped for it. But first. Yeah, before we get to the summer fourteenth, there's a show this Saturday, October twenty sixth. Wrestling, it's what you crave, right? Looks like a White Castle logo. Yep. Chris uh, is bringing the sliders. Chris, are you bringing sliders? I will think about it. Okay. Now, since you're not going, now nah, like, would I be able to carry all that by myself? Yeah, they they put them in briefcases. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we'll figure that out. Yeah. Uh, so this is gonna be a show uh, where Freelance Underground makes their return to Joliet. Joliet. Well, I don't think they've ever been as Freelance Underground in Joliet. Yeah, and this is Joliet, Mexico City. Yes. Yes. You know the home of uh, Egotistico Fantastico. Yes. Who's on the card? Yes. Doors open at six. Bell times at seven. I have a couple matches listed down. I think it's the entire card. I'm not sure that it's in the order that the matches are going to happen, but I took a stab at it. Take a stab um, at it. Fatal Five Way, Christy James versus Lady Luck versus Kylie Ray versus High End coming back versus Elena Black. Whoa, you're a poet. You don't even know it. Why? You said High End coming back versus Elena yeah, Black. Look at that you rhyme. Yeah. <laughs> so this is cool, man. Like I know last month we saw uh, a Sheeland scramble. Mm-hmm. At freelance wrestling, yeah, and this now is ba- this we is... see a five way at freelance underground. So a I'm... female five way, female five way, female fatal five way, female fatal five way. Hashtag it, book it, <laughs> dude. I'm giving I'm... my uh, royalties. <laughs> Elena Black, do you think she brings back the the coffin with all the victim pictures? Yeah, I want to see her get vicious. I want to see her like light a car on fire. <laughs> like she just had a match versus uh, Jessica Havoc right yeah. this weekend, so. Mm-hmm. Like, she, she's definitely stepping up her game. Absolutely. And uh, so, you know, we know Lainey, we know Kylie, uh, Christy James. Has she been at Freelance before? Do you know? I don't think so. She's very new to me. Uh, hi, hi, on. Hi, am I saying that right? And Lainey have... Well, I think they have... I believe Christy James is the one that uh, Carlos was talking about. That she's she was. from Crash. Christy, we just talked yeah. about her. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's from Crash Wrestling. So it makes sense that she's got to work on Sunday as well. Yep. Uh, but no, Hyan and Laney have history. There's like a lot of Texas history there. Obviously, Kylie has wrestled in Texas. Right. Um, so yeah, there's gonna be chemistry. Uh, yeah, Elena Black could ruin it all if she wants to. And uh, absolutely, True. you should be excited for this match as you were for the Sheeline scramble. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, a singles match: the Green Kid Storm Grayson. Versus Mr. Stay Down Twenty Nas. Oh, is this? Oh, yeah. This was announced after we talked to Two Juice and, and James for the first time. Yep. But yeah, this was this is another one. Tony Nas can't be looking ahead. Right. He can't get too ahead of himself. Can't get too ahead of himself. Otherwise, there's also you know Storm Grayson is also out there to prove himself. He's coming back from an injury that put him away for a while. Absolutely. So anytime he's going to get a chance to wrestle, he's going to try to go for that victory. Absolutely. Tag team match: The Brothers of Construction. Ruffo and Yabo versus Cody Jones and Barry Wright. Hopefully both of them are there. They gotta work I guess they blew their shot, so they gotta work their way back <laughs> they up. They gotta work their way back up, yeah. Yeah. 
That uh, was a that was a pun that was used in the Ding Dong Ditch. I think like oh, you gotta make your way back up, uh, or? blow your shot maybe or okay. Yeah, it it got it got kind of raunchy, but it was very <laughs> funny. All right, there's another uh, scramble. It's this is a six man scramble. Kenny Sutro, Matt Nix, Matt Kenway, Danger Mask, Ashton Braven, the schoolboy, Ashton Braven. Uh, part of the school. Part of the school. Yep. The unofficial name that we gave him. Yep. No, it's, uh, it's, a, it's unofficial <laughs> official. <laughs> and uh, Roy Gordon. They're going to scramble it Scramble. It's up. Scramble it up. Yeah. Yeah, Matt Nix, cool. Obviously, he, right, right, right. Uh, he's he's a fair. He would be my favorite to win that match. But Danger Mask has a weapon that no one else has. That big ass shooting star press, dude. Big ass shooting star press, dude. That's yeah. what it's called, actually. <laughs> That's the official name. Yeah. For the freelance underground independent championship, uh, you have Project Monix, who's the champion. Yep. Versus Joe Alonso. Both of them cutting promos. If you haven't seen those, check them out on social media. Yep. Joe Alonso is cutting a promo at Walmart. I don't know if it really works at Walmart, but he sure looks like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Project Monix, uh, his promo game has been like pretty cool. Like the yeah, just the really effects, it up. yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely, yeah, super cool. It's really cool to see. To like, you mentioned like it's hard to cut a. You mentioned it's hard to cut a promo like All Ego Ethan Page. Yeah, and it's hard to do a podcast without making awkward pauses and stops. Yeah, we do a lot more and crit than you hear. Chris does an awesome job of cutting it most of the time, and. It's hard. So when Monix is doing his promos and he has those pauses, he fills it in with cool footage of him looking cyborgy, just like looking angry and mean, right? And like scribbles and shit, and it just like really looks awesome. So a singles match, you also have Jesus Bryce versus Joe Joe Marks. Jesus Bryce has in the poster he has that that old gimmick that he was doing before. I can't remember the name of it. The Jesus Bryce what? gimmick. When he's like uh, of was, the yeah. following gimmick, yeah, 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 yeah. So that's, I mean, he has so many names. Sometimes I forget. I, yeah, I guess that's but, what he's. But going I think with. like that that last version of Jesus Bryce, I guess, was like just a presentation that I got to see live. I was at Freelance when yeah. he was like hanging from the ropes and doing that. Cool I think it's gonna be that. Like that's pretty dope. Like you know, that was the one time I got to see alive. So we'll see if it happens this time. Yeah. And this was the first ever match that Underground did, I heard. Oh, okay. This so is like a throwback specifically. Okay. Like, has history behind it. Ha- you know, that's And their comeback like, to Joliet. All yeah. That. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Or it was like a, maybe the first ever main event okay. that they did in Joliet. Or there's a lot of history. They, they explained it in the tweet. Follow them on Twitter. And um, that's specifically okay. why this that's match is happening. Yeah. Call back to the old times. Call back. Fatal five way for the freelance underground championship. We got a lot of there's a there's two five ways. There's a six a man scramble. scramble. I, I I love it and uh, and some really some really uh, important singles matches as well. Um, yeah, fatal five way for the freelance underground championship. Okay, cool. This is great. So Gringo Loco, Gringo Loco, winning the shit ton of scrambles gets mm-hmm. a title shot. I love it. Isaiah Velasquez, egotistical, fantastico, and I mean you Gay. just gotta book him. That's his hometown, right? I guess. Sure. Yeah. No, <laughs> no. He, him and he actually looked at all glory. Not that he hasn't been in shape because he has, but he looked jacked in that ring. Did I point that out to you? No, I don't think so. Yeah, him and Frank the Con were doing their thing, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, I was maybe it was just the lighting. I know mm-hmm. Bourbon has like really good in ring lighting, don't they? Yeah, but no, he looked yoked in that ring. He's in. I don't know if he's in better shape. He's always been okay. in great shape, probably. Yeah. But yeah, he he looked uh, he looked pumped. Cool. Yeah, I didn't notice that. Like not to stroke know. his ego so, too much, but uh, there's another pun, right? There's another pun. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, like you mentioned, like three, two, uh, five ways, one six man scramble, uh, two tag match, no one tag match, and two singles matches. Right. Yep. So and that's yeah one two three four five six that's seven there might be more matches maybe added more matches but if not I think this is pretty solid as it uh, stands oh, it's extremely solid yeah um so yeah we'll be well I will be in Joliet that's not far from me mm-hmm. um looking forward to that and might just might bring some crave cases who knows stay tuned no promises no promises no promises I'm hungry now I want some more castle. <laughs> Well, I'm not drunk, so I don't want White Castle. (laughs) (laughs) 
Great. The uh, address is 826 Horseshoe Drive, Joliet, Illinois, but just go to, you know, go Facebook, to the... uh, dot com slash Freelance Underground. Yeah. Uh, I think everything is Freelance Underground except their Twitter account. Yep. But search for them. You'll find them. You'll find the ticket link. Uh, we can have it posted on our website as well and in the description of the podcast. Yeah. And so uh, if you want to go, it's not going to be hard to find the link to buy some tickets. Absolutely. Is that it? I think that's it. Um, again, uh, you have Freelance Wrestling, which we put out an episode uh, recapping their previous show and looking forward to what's next this Friday. And what is yep. it? Things that bump around the ring? No. Maybe. Things that bump in the ring? Things that go bump in the ring? Maybe. I don't know. It's it, it is things that go bump there in the ring. There you go. Mm-hmm. With that really cool uh, Goosebumps uh, cover. Yeah. Uh, then you have Wrestling is What You Crave on October 26th, the following day. And then on Sunday, uh, if you're down for more wrestling, join us at Gali Lucha Libre at Melrose Park. Aye, aye, aye. That was very racist. Let's <laughs> <laughs> please uh, cut that out. Oh, uh, no, we're all leaving it all in. All in. Uh, all right. So you can find us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Two Heels in a Face. That's number two, Heels in a Face. You can visit our website at twoheelsinterface.com. And you can rate, subscribe, and do all those podcasty things over at iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Radio. I swear, I'm, I'm Google Play. It's on. It's on my list. It's on my list. We'll get. Spotify. I put it on the list too. I just put Spotify. It's we'll, on the we'll list at least now. Yes, it's on the list. It's on the list. But yeah, hashtag beat up GPA. Even if you got to use your penis to do so, like Joey Ryan tried. <laughs> and uh, hashtag female fatal five way. Hashtag female fatal five way. Yeah, let's get that going. All right. What's up? You know, I'd, I'd really like to do that, but I don't have any fucking money. Like, like, like I don't have any fucking money. Hey, bitch, do you really, really, really want to go hard? Go in the crib,